Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you'll be blessed and encouraged by today's message. Now here's Pastor On. You are chosen to be a testimony. There's nothing more powerful than a story. And there's nothing more powerful than a true story. You heard a true story. I know when my wife says, hey, you want to watch a movie? I said, yeah. She says, what do you want to watch? I said, a true story. That's the category I go to. I want to watch a true story. You know, like the Godfather. But the Bible is filled with incredible stories. And we're going to go into a new series in the new year about stories, the greatest stories ever told in the Bible. But, you know, this room is filled with incredible stories. You cannot have an encounter with God and not have a story to tell. Every person who comes to Christ has a story to tell. Someone like John, as well as people who have been fortunate enough to be raised in the house of God, you still have a story to tell. There is no story that's insignificant. Matter of fact, God will bring people to you that need to hear your story. That can relate to your story. In the Christmas story, the shepherds immediately tell of their experience. They immediately tell everybody of their experience. And the Bible says in Luke 2.18, And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. You cannot experience God and not have an amazing story. Because God is amazing. And when you are touched by God, something happens inside of you that is supernatural. And you immediately have a story to tell. There are people in the church who are considering suicide. And they're here today, alive and thriving because someone told them a story that God lifted them from the pit of despair. There are people here today that literally were sitting in a restaurant discussing their divorce and the details of their divorce. And the table next to them was filled with people having a crew, a legacy crew. And they start hearing these people talking about Jesus. And immediately the Holy Spirit used their story, their words, to speak to this couple. And now they are in the house of the Lord, thriving, having children in the house of the Lord. Come on. Your story is powerful. There are people in the church who are bound up by depression and anxiety, and sickness, and addiction. But they're free because somehow they heard a story from someone that told them 
that I know somebody who can set you free. Let me tell you what happened to me. Let me tell you what happened when I went to the house of the Lord. Someone's story set someone free. There are people in this room that had no friends, living in isolation, no family, no reason to live. And they hear a story from someone that said, I know that feeling. I was you. But my life has changed because of Jesus and because God has given me a family and that family is the church. Come on, give God praise this morning if you've been touched by the Lord and God has given you a story to tell. The enemy does not want any of us talking about our faith. The enemy wants to tell you that it's no big thing that you have given your life to Jesus. It's no big thing that you're going to church. It's no big thing. The enemy does not want you inviting people to church, praying for people, giving out Christmas tickets, sharing posts, because you're thinking that maybe my friend's going to get saved. The enemy wants to shut you down and shut you up. Because when you begin to talk about Jesus, when you begin to share your experiences, to share your life, just who you are. The anointing of God is released upon you. Did you feel the anointing of God when John started speaking? The Lord anoints you to bring people to him. The Lord anoints you to share your story. As little as you think it is, it's the most powerful thing that we have in our lives. Once I was blind, but now I see. Once I was lost, but now I'm found. The enemy does not want God's anointing on the earth, so he will shut you up and isolate you in a way that you have no impact upon people around you. Revelation 12.10 says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God. See, I put my name in there. You put your name in there. When you and I get up in the morning and go to work, the angels say, Now has come the power of God. When you attend the family dinner and you walk in the house, the angels say, now has come the salvation of God. Wherever we are, we are the authority that God brings to the earth. And it goes on to say, in the authority of his Messiah, we are the authority, you are the authority. Your story, what's happened to you, has power. It's so powerful. I know every time I look for the opportunity. See, over my years, I found that I, I, I look for opportunities to bring up Jesus. I figure out a way to bring Jesus into the mix. Amen. Mailman comes. I figure out a way. 
Wherever I am, I figure out a way. How do I bring up the topic of Jesus? How do I bring up what's happened in my life? How do I bring up church and the need for our families and our children, especially people that I know have kids? What an open door to say, do you go to church? How are your kids going to survive in this world without a church? And you get good and attentive. But I know when I start speaking about my testimony, when I start just talking about my life, what I'm doing this week, church is coming up, Christmas is coming, I sense the anointing come down upon me as though the Lord is saying, this is the reason for your life. To go and make disciples of all nations. To save the lost. Where will people find Jesus? How will people find Jesus if we don't tell them? That's what the Bible says. How will they know? For the accuser of the bro- our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. But listen, they triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I thank God for John's testimony because it's defeating some demons. It's going out in the airways and bringing some people hope. But listen, you have a testimony too. Every single one of us has a testimony. And if we would open our mouths and pray, God, use my life. Let me not be timid and shy and afraid. But let me share what you have done in my life. God will use it mightily. Your testimony defeats the power of darkness off of people's minds. The devil wants to distort who God is and lie about who God is. The devil wants to lie about who Christians are, what church is. We come and we confront the lie. And the Bible says we defeat the devil by the word of my testimony, of your testimony. Many of the closest people in your lives, friends, family, people you work mate, your workmates, will come to faith in Christ because of your testimony. Or someone's testimony. Or someone's invitation to the house of the Lord. The Bible says there's some plant, some water, and some harvest. It doesn't matter who and what you're used for, who you're assigned to talk to, as long as you're talking. As long as you're sharing. As long as you're inviting. Many of my closest friends and families and people that I worked with when I was in banking, especially, you know, in the secular environment, have come to know the Lord because of my testimony. They were in my life. They were my assignment. I didn't know. They were my assignment. My sister is in church. She got saved because of me. My parents got saved because of me. And workmates... Some go to this church, got saved because of my testimony. I'm not claiming to be anything special. I just am excited about what God's done in my life. I have to tell somebody what God's done in my life. Come on. See, in court, lawyers call up witnesses to testify the truth to the truth. 
and to convince the jurors to make the right decision. You and I are the greatest witnesses for Christ on the earth. You and I are the truth. John, what happened to him is the truth. It's not a lie. There's messaging going out in the airwaves. A war for people's souls. There's a war. There's messaging going out in the airwaves for your families, for your friends, for your children, for someone's family, for someone's child. There's messaging going out. Satan wants to control the narrative. Listen to me. The devil wants to control the narrative. The Bible even says that he's the ruler of the airwaves. He wants to control the narrative. In Revelations 12, 7, then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough and they lost their place in heaven. That was great for heaven, but listen, the great dragon was hurled down, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Satan leads the whole world astray. Many people follow the world. Many people follow the crowd. You know why? Because the crowd, the world is bold. The world is loud. The world is all around us. The world is enticing. Enticing. You know, I picture the world as like Times Square. Ever walk to Times Square? All these messages, all these signs. And the devil wants to control the messaging. And it's sad to say the devil deceives the whole world because sometimes he's the only voice speaking. Church. Christian. He's the only voice speaking. It's time for us to know that our voice is more powerful. Your story is more powerful. Your neighbor needs you. Your family needs you. Your workmates need you. To speak, to tell your testimony. See, the devil is a liar, the Bible says. He gives a false testimony. He's a perjurer. His storyline is always based on deception and lies. You'll often hear him say, God, heaven, and hell does not exist. It's his messaging. Just party, sin, it doesn't matter. Your goal in life should be get as much pleasure as you can. He, with the most toys, wins. That's his messaging. You'll hear him say, who is Jesus to say he's the only way to heaven? Who is Jesus to say, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man gets the Father to the Father but through me. That is arrogant. 
See, I respond to the devil. Yeah, that would be arrogant. But he rose from the dead. He's the only one. You hear the devil say the Bible is just a book written by man. There's no such thing as absolute truth. There's no such thing as moral law. Everyone should have the freedom to do what is right in their own eyes. The devil would say, if God is real, why is there so much suffering in the world? He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. But who will stand up and say that he's a liar? It needs to be us. Because we are the bearers of truth. You and I are the living proof that the devil is a liar. You and I in our lives and what's happened to us or what is happening to, to you, you even being here, is living proof that Jesus is who he says he is. We are the proof. We are the evidence. God needs us to stand up in the courtroom and say, I have the truth. This is the truth. And the Bible says when people hear the truth, it sets them free. But how will they hear unless they have someone to tell them? How will people come to church unless they're invited to the house of the Lord? Yes, the music ministry, come forward. See, every day, I want to give you a little secret. If you are a person that begins to share what God's done in your life and who Jesus is and your life with others and you open your life up to share with others and you tell people your testimony, you know what God's going to do? He's going to give you a greater testimony. He's going to give you a greater testimony. If God's done something good in your life, tell it. I got a 50 cent raise this week. God is good. And people say, well, that seems insignificant. The Lord says, this is his practice. This is practice. This is practice. Good, good. Celebrate it, celebrate it, celebrate it. Because I'm ready to give you a bigger one. Because you're telling people. But today, I believe that there are people in this room, you might need a fresh testimony. You might need some fresh manna. There are people in this room that God wants to give you a healing testimony. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you have a disease. Maybe whatever. You need a healing emotionally. For set free from depression. Maybe you're struggling with addictive behavior. God wants to give you a testimony at these altars. These altars are a place where God deposits testimonies. I can't tell you how many testimonies happen on a Sunday. God may want to heal you today. God may want to set you free from a lineage that suffers with depression or anxiety and worry today. Maybe God wants to give you a financial testimony today. Maybe God wants to 
give you the breakthrough you've been praying for today. Maybe God wants to give you your family as a testimony this Christmas season. You need a testimony? Today, ask God for it. If you have a testimony and you're good, go give it. But if you need a testimony, come to these altars today and say, God, I need a fresh testimony. I need to be healed. I need to be delivered. Lord, I'm struggling with unbelief. I need faith. I need to leave the house of the Lord with a fresh testimony. God, I need deliverance today from bondage, from alcohol, from drug addiction. I need addiction. I need addictions broken and I need my mind changed today. Come and let us pray for you. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content with Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. The best is yet to come.